0: Cool. I think uh, we're flowing. Yeah, we're in the flow. Uh, what's up, people? Chad here, uh, the Mindful Ways uh, podcast. And I've got um, a good buddy of mine, Mike Graziano, on with us today. Uh, bit of a hot commodity, this cat, in that um, he's been doing a lot of stuff over the last few years, uh, namely traveling the world uh, and just completed this epic adventure of his, uh, right before COVID really hit and before kind of the world, you know, shut down and, um, and our really, uh, our our lifestyle, our, uh, our normal, our, um, our world changed. Um, so I endearingly call Mike the last man to travel around the world. We talked about a lot of this stuff he intended to do before he started doing it. Uh, he built up this massive following along the way um inspired people all over the place as he did it um and i want him to open up a little i want to crack that can of graziano open here and uh learn a little bit about this journey share it with all of you um you know explore uh some of the things that he learned some of the things you know we could all learn from from his travels and um and anything else he really wants to share. I think it's going to be a great chat today, buddy. How many countries was it in total that you uh, that you hit?
1: 193 UN nations.
0: Yeah, right. How many countries in total? How many countries are there? It? It's like 200 or they're something, right? To,
1: I mean, if you're talking, anyone who, you know, opened, says
0: they're a country basically, right? Like, so you got to put some kind of you can,
1: Filing to start a country is the same as filing start a corporation. You know, you need a president, mm-hmm. vice president, secretary, minimum plot of land, and you're a you're a nation. <laughs> so it's well, uh, that, if you're, if you're counting good. all those, I think you're looking at about 350. The way I saw it is, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. if you have a vote at the United Nations, it's 193, and then you have a couple others like Taiwan, um, Kosovo, right. and other regions as well that that we included as well.
0: Right. That's. Uh... That's amazing. And a good note because I always joke with friends that I want to buy an island and then just start my own country and they all laughed at me, but it sounds like you could actually do that. It's totally
1: possible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to have to come <laughs> in and visit yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, it'll be a pretty cool place, man. There's no doubt about it. Very, very progressive, I think. So, uh, yeah, man. so that's Thanks pretty Thanks for good. having
1: me on the show, man. I'm really excited. We, uh, yeah. we have a really powerful chat several years ago, which – in many ways foreshadowed this whole journey and uh, I'm excited to see what we come up with this time around.
0: Yeah so let's start with that. So like years ago you and I as we like to kind of reminisce on every so often uh, we're sitting in that booth at a popular restaurant uh, you know in Vancouver here and um, and we're kind of seeking I think I think both of us some inspiration in different ways about, you know, what's next and what do we care about most and what do we want to do. Um juxtaposed, I guess, against like kind of matrix living, would you say? Like you, you had a lot of talk about um zombies and the like and kind of zombie culture energy, the zombie movement, right? It's just that kind of like structured rhythm, kind of really corporate, heavy um, heavy kind of well, lifestyle I, I, which I went which is you know I went through as well so I mean we're definitely yeah. jamming on that and, and uh, talking about when I was that. in
1: Thailand it was um that's what inspired this trip around the world I tell people about how it was it's cheaper for me to travel the world than to live in Vancouver anyone who lives in an urban city can resonate with that in North America um a lot of misconceptions about Thailand and the world at large and realized that they're all misconceptions and that the world's a good place and I have nothing to fear and overcame a fear of loneliness, realizing I can make friends with anyone. But going back to your zombie apocalypse comments, what that was for me was my ability to connect with anyone. I'm talking about, they don't have to speak English. We can play a game of charades and connect through body language. Um, they can be old, young, uh, from anywhere. And I, I, my heart is open and I can open up theirs. And I love that connection um, where I fell short, were the people who were too busy on their phones to see me and to allow me to see them. And so I called those zombies. And um, there's a little bit of uh, frustration towards the zombies because they were the ones I, I, I couldn't connect with. And I was just kind of, figuring out how, how strong the human connection is in the world. And for me, and so that was the, my zombie apocalypse. They called me the zombie hunter at the hostels. Cause we'd find kids <laughs> on the phones and force them to come on adventures with us and have the best <laughs> day of their life.
0: Right. That's awesome. Yeah. But then this was like a kind of a perspective um, prior to you starting your journey and kind of as you're kicking around and traveling a bit and then, I, deep
1: down, I don't know if it's a, a strength or a weakness or maybe a bit of both. I think there's a yin-yang to everything. But mm-hmm. I wanted to know that I could go to any country in the world and when I put my fist out for a fist pound, I'm going to get one back. Mm-hmm. When I put my arms out for a hug, I'm going to receive one back. When I say the words I love you in their language, I'll hear it back. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to prove the human connection is universal and uh, no religion, no age, no ethnicity, no culture could be a barrier to that. Um, the human, it's all love out there. That's what I want to prove. And that's, in the end, what I really did prove to myself in a lot of ways.
0: Hmm. That's, uh, that's amazing. And you shared this, obviously, along the way. I mean, you've got a ton of content there, videos from like, most countries at least, I guess, maybe all of them. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, we're still sitting three. on about
1: 70% content hasn't been released yet. It's just sitting here. Yeah. I got my camera sitting literally right here with all okay. lots of it in it. Got about uh, uh, eight terabytes of hard drive up there. So lots of stuff to go through still. We've released about 80 videos, um, you know, and I kind of have done some highlight videos showing, you know, five seconds in each country, some things we did there. Those are the ones that have gone viral. I'm actually working on a every country in the world video, uh, which mm. I think will be really interesting right now because so many people can't travel. So it'd be a nice reminder about the world that's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough to be creating content all the time and always moving and be producing it at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then once you get home, you kind of just want to relax anyways, you don't really want to dive too much into it. So um, yeah, definitely a lot, a lot more to come.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, with you, no doubt, dude, because you don't sit still. I mean, it took us like, I think at least a few weeks and probably longer than that to try and kind of line ourselves up because I'm flowing and you're flowing too, right? We don't just, uh, we don't just like to sit around and really wait for things, so um, I have no doubt you got a lot coming, right? But, but unpacking um, some of this—interesting—you're touching on fear. I had similar experiences, both with uh, personal fears and personal perceptions that were reinforced as fears on my own kind of uh, journey, because I left personally shortly after you did. And we went on different trajectories. Um, For your journey, I feel it was more like goal-oriented. When you um, started it, you're like, I'm going all the way around the world, right? Mm -hmm. Which is amazing. Um, Or for my (laughs) Yeah, for mine, I was like, where's my suitcase? I'm just going to go right foot, left foot and see where it takes me. And what happens if I just surrender uh, yeah. and go for it myself? For yeah. for my part, my reasons were, um, you know, fatigue and burnout and a bunch of kind of other things related to the structure that you just referred to, right? Which is always like head in front of the computer, head down, and like and just you know um, grinding it out every day. So what happens if you let that go? But then the impediment to doing that can definitely be fear-based, right? So when you when you allude to fear, I'm curious, um, what were your perceptions uh, from a fear-based perspective, like out of the hop that you kind of had to get over, and that were
1: well, I mean, that were kind
0: of shattered on the journey. Like you, you know, you set your kind of intention of wanting to unpack this thing and uncover like the commonality of the human spirit and, and, and our experience.
1: Yeah, well, but you just, I found my, I found my journey,
0: there was like this threshold you jump through and kind of like, oh, yeah. this is what they say it's going to be, but then that's not what I'm experiencing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious how you saw that.
1: Well, I mean, we're in the end, we're humans, right? We're, we're animals. And uh, when, when you get warned by your elders, not to go and do something And you turn on the TV and it's telling you not to do something. And even your own nation is telling you not to go certain places. Most people wouldn't go. Um, I did. And some of my biggest highlights were in these countries that we're told not to go to. Um, Mm -hmm.
0: Such as. Such as. Let's have one off the top. like. Somalia was incredible.
1: North Somalia, a region called Somaliland, we went to 4,000 year old paintings on walls. Before the larynx dropped in humans, they couldn't communicate with each other. So what did they do? They used to use paint cow blood onto the wall and another human would see the picture of a cow and then look at it as a, a real cow and make the association. So for the first time ever, humans were communicating through blood on walls that was preserved and you can still go and visit that today. Um, the first ever signs of quote unquote humans, mm-hmm. um, beautiful people. I, I remember a guy walking down with a, a huge pile of cash, you know, like this, like just a wheelbarrow of money, safely, no issues. We went up oh, and took photos with <laughs> cash with him. We met with um, some political leaders there. Uh, you know, we got invited to stay at beautiful hotels and I'm like, this is Somalia. Where's the pirates? Where's, you know, where's all the bloodshed? Where's all the issues now saying that issue is having some issues, but that's what I'm trying to tell you is that you can't categorize an entire nation, just like you can't categorize an entire group of people. Uh, you're going to have good people and bad people, The good people are going to drastically outweigh the bad people. Mm-hmm. So you can't be so naive as to think one nation is more good or more bad than another nation. That's just, that's just the misconception, right?
0: But it happened. I, I really I mean, enjoyed it happens, it. happens all day. Like all, all over day. The I really
1: enjoyed the media versus reality, you know, Instagram versus reality. I, for me, it was media versus reality. I would turn on the TV, see, you know, this world war three type scenario in the country that I'm in. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, it's very far from the reality of what I'm experiencing on a day-to-day basis mm. um, that happened to me in Israel that happened to me in Turkey um, that happened in parts of the Middle East and mm. so um, I'm I mean yeah I'm very happy I went forward I'm, I'm not saying to go blindly I'm saying have a lot of common sense surround mm. yourself with locals that you can trust and who will guide you and um, yeah, just kind of do a little bit of research. You don't need to go too crazy, but just be mindful of what to do and what not to do, being sensitive of culture, aware of areas that aren't safe to visit. And then otherwise, the world's your oyster. Go have some fun and, and learn a thing or two.
0: There's also great, um, like, hostile channels, right? And flows of travelers. Mm-hmm. And, and I know you tapped into that quite a bit. Yeah, hostels
1: hostels are good for solo travelers because you show up only to be surrounded by other solo travelers and you make your crew, build your crew and then go on. Everybody
0: kind of knows, they're sharing the insights. So everybody kind of knows where the paths are and things to see.
1: uh, Yeah, and then another network is couch surfing. Now that's a beautiful network. It's people who... When they travel, they want to stay on couches, quote-unquote couches. So I've never actually stayed on a the couch. There's always have extra bedrooms, and sometimes we're mm-hmm. staying in beautiful mansions. Um, and I, it's funny. When you think couch surfing, you think of you know, the, the, lower, the, end, futon, the lower end the of living.
0: Yeah, The pull up futon. And and ironic.
1: Gonna... Most people on couch surfing are the ones who have enough disposable income that right. they don't need to rent out other spots in their house and they enjoy uh having visitors all the time one woman in uh, tunisia said it best she said i don't have a passport strong enough to travel the world so i host Mm -hmm. people to stay at my home and that's my version of traveling the world is Mm -hmm. experiencing and and meeting all these people the world's coming to her and Mm -hmm. i found that to be really beautiful
0: resort concept in some respect. And that, um, when I was younger and this hair was a lot shorter and this beard was not around. I once uh, worked through a resort in um, in you know, an exotic location myself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's what I felt through that experience is another way to kind of experience the world without going everywhere is that the world does come to you and you do learn a ton from that, uh, from that as well. Um, pretty interesting just that the kind of polarity between the presentation of these regions Mm -hmm. and then what's actually going on you know on the ground um i found that as well uh when i was in mexico mexico tends to get a bunch of press in a certain frame i think Mm -hmm. and also mexico you feel it's just going to be hot and dry everywhere and then you get into it and i'm traveling all the way through it and i'm like this is a beautiful place in so many ways and the people are fantastic. And it's just like, it was quite a different experience. Yeah. I
1: you. also have to be aware and mindful of some sort of, some, some privileges I was given. I'm a tall sure. white man, long right. blue eyes. Yeah. I have a film crew following me from behind. I have sure. all these followers online. You know, I, I was given some sort of special treatment and I'm aware of that. You're starting um,
0: to get kind of as, as you went, did you feel that momentum pick up speed and uh, like that ball start to roll ahead of you a little bit?
1: I would say we're sh- the re- part of the fact we're showcasing the best of each nation. Right. Gave us special treatment because everyone's like, well, we want to put ourselves in the best light. I sure. would say, you know, the, the privileges I'm, I'm born into uh, had, an, had some effect. Um, I'd say there's certain. Um, first impression um, consequences there. But I'd say underneath it all, you just have a ton of curiosity, respect, and love from my fellow humans, you know? And and I do think it's a reflection of me. The excitement I get connecting with them resonates. Um, You know, when a friend of mine who I meet in Australia, said, well, everywhere I went, people tried to fight me. You know i was always getting punched in the face and i really why, why is the world so mean to me and i i i don't have an answer i would just say take a look in the mirror uh what why what is it that you're reflecting that makes them so aggressive toward you because all i see is love and happiness and respect and um i believe it's a reflection of you so if you're not happy with your world if you're not happy with your surroundings i think you need to make some changes among your immediate circle because you are the you are your five closest friends, five closest people. But then mm-hmm. also take a good hard look in the mirror and ask yourself what is it that I'm portraying and what can I change to have a better life and live in a better world? It all starts with you.
0: Mm-hmm. How am I treating myself? How am I treating others? You know, mm-hmm. how would I like them to treat me? Right. I, I definitely believe that. Anyone who knows me uh, definitely knows that. You know, that's something I, I live and breathe, um, that people are a mirror, right, of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for be- being here, bro. <laughs> You're a pretty good spirit, right, mm-hmm. to keep company with for sure. And, uh, you know, uh, very social and um, quite charismatic, right? So, you know, smashing through those cultural barriers to uh, go and run up to somebody you don't know and invite a big hug or something. Yeah. I saw a lot of that in your photography and yeah, yeah, your yeah. videos I, and stuff. I love
1: the photos. I love the photos where I'm so immersed that I'm one of them. You know, they put i in a tribe in, in um, uh, you know, Fiji or or you know the Solomon Islands, and they you know that they got me in the tribal dress. They got the war paint on me. You know, I'm I'm with the Maasai tribes in Kenya. And I'm hunting. You know, uh, like when they let you in without any hesitation or any barriers, just the sharing of moments together, um, human to human, it's the most beautiful thing. And if I can capture that, I think that's what people love to see, you know?
0: Well, and what about, what about them, right? The Maasai tribe or any of these regions or cultures you crossed through, you said, You know, they really wanted to showcase themselves in a positive light. Mm -hmm. Um, How did the opportunity for them to do that and their experience with you in doing that? I mean, how did that impact them? What do you think you were doing to serve them in holding space and, and, you know, offering them that voice? Well, I think we
1: were holding video cameras. We were working with Discovery Channel. We were working with TripAdvisor. You know, we right. had we had over a million people tuned in. Like
0: that's well, that's, that's obviously like that's that's like fundamental, tangible weight. But what do you feel is the like kind of what is the internal satisfaction? What is the internal kind of gratification for them in being able to do it? Whether you had one or a million, is there like
1: yeah? Your, again, you're
0: holding space. You're holding space for that, I feel.
1: I, I don't know how they treat other people. All I see is my world through my eyes. But what right. I see when I'm there is nothing but sheer excitement and invitation. I mean, I'm I'm playful. Like I'm the first one to I'll be taking off my clothes, putting on paint, drinking kava, my face is numb. Like I'm I'm in, I'm walking on fire in Sri Lanka.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm, on.
1: I, I burned. I burned um, tribal tattoos on my arm. Like I'm, I'm all in without any hesitation because I, my love of life. But I think, are they
0: burned? Wait, yeah, but hang on. Are they, they on burned? Right are they on your arm? What, yeah. How hard is That's this shit. to Well, I mean, you know, don't tease don't <laughs> a guy with things like it's that. It's nothing. It's nothing
1: crazy, hard. but
0: no. But dude, oh, here,
1: uh, if we
0: look, can see it, yeah. I mean,
1: so you, you can see that right there. There's the big yeah, scar. Yeah. It's about an inch wide. So what they did is they called, this is back in Kenya, they called me a lumniak, which was Masai for the lucky one.
0: Yeah, and what okay. they
1: did, I stick out my arm and they put a piece of sage on my arm and light it with the embers. Wow. As it's burning, they say a true warrior uh, keeps his arm still as it burns through his skin. Uh, a weak warrior will shake, shake it off. So I would sit there and as it's burning, they did a tribal dance and – you know, kind of waited to see what would happen. Yeah, and then it burns right through and it's a slow pain. And then it starts, you know, really coming in. And you just, you just hold it, you know, and tell the chief says it's okay. And then he'll flick it off. And then um, that evening we sacrificed a goat. Um, they they uh, put their knees on the goat's lungs and not allowing it to breathe. And within two minutes the goat was gone, you know, just like that. Um, They cut open the goat's neck and we drink blood right from its, right. They wouldn't waste a drop of blood because they they didn't want to waste a single part of the goat. Everything gets used from the fur to the meat, to the bone marrow. Everything gets used. Not a, not a millimeter of uh, waste.
0: No, it's Um, very sacred, right?
1: We were drinking fermented honeycomb that night, you know, feeling Mm -hmm. a little bit of buzz from that. And, uh, yeah, man, like those, those moments you'll never forget. Those those moments will stick with you for life. Like that's, those are deathbed moments. We'll call it that.
0: And Dude, that's um, a huge blessing. That's a very, like, let's say, um, it's a big honor to be treated that way and to be, uh, granted that rate of passage. I'm I'm sure.
1: Yeah. So I, I mean, again, it's kind of like, I don't know how they treat other people, but I can only imagine that once again, it kind of, it's a reflection. I like to, I don't believe the world happens to me. I think I can create this. I can bend reality a little bit. And I, you know, that's my mindset. And so, um, I, you know, I invite other people to, you know, examine their own mindset as well to make sure that life is happening to them, but it's happening by them and they have a lot more control than they might think.
0: I'm just letting that that thought breathe for a sec because it's it's profound and um you know it's a spiritual it's a spiritual kernel right in that it's about you know the self being the source of of power and of of creation um, it's yeah it's it's great to hear you speak like this because we haven't ever really explored your connection on this level. With these experiences,
1: and I, I had dark moments. It was not all raindrops and lollipops. Of course, uh, of and, course, um, I had. I've had. I've had. Um, camera gear stolen from me, not from people, but from my own team members. I've had uh, okay. sponsorships bail out on me. I, you know, when we needed them the most. I had you know you know I, we had a lot of stuff go wrong, um, and. In the beginning, I made this promise: either I do or die. Either I go to every country by age thirty, or I die trying. Like there's no ifs ands or buts. I lit, set fire to the boat behind me. There's nothing. There's no plan B. There's there's nothing. Mm-hmm. And I remember a few moments uh, in the dark times of this trip. And I remember, obviously emotional and, and upset, and, and maybe saying, "Well, maybe this is the universe telling me to stop." You know this. There's too many things going wrong. There's too much mm-hmm. resistance. I'm obviously not in flow, mm-hmm. but then I have always asked myself one last question. And the question is, Hey Mike, are you still breathing? Hmm. And if the answer is yes, then keep going. Hmm. And um, even in the, in the final year of my trip it was really rough. I basically put off all the hardest countries and regions in the world to go to Middle East and parts of central Africa. And it was, it was really rough and I didn't want to keep going. And people said, Mike, you should be enjoying travel, take your time, you know, stop creating these, these, you know, deadlines and guidelines. You should be just right. you know, listening to your heart and stopping slowing down, you know, you know, don't, you know, don't try to impress anyone. And I took all that into consideration, but then in the end, that voice was saying, are you breathing? Then keep going. Are you breathing? Then keep going. And lo and behold, like I got home, you witnessed it yourself, February 27th. Not even 10 days later, the whole world shut down because of COVID. Yeah. So you don't, you don't understand these internal voices until you look back on them. You know, you can't connect the dots looking forward; only looking backward. And so, this internal voice didn't make sense at the time, but looking back on it, made perfect sense.
0: Yeah. Right. You have to trust it. I call it the um, the great joke of the universe, right? Because you have to keep leaping. Mm-hmm. You have to hear that, and then keep leaping, even though you don't see the net. Mm-hmm. But the my my, speaking,
1: my favorite saying, which is the same tone, is "Follow the invisible into the unknown."
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's good. I dig it. Mm-hmm. Much more, you know, visually original. I think <laughs> pretty <laughs> profound. But yeah, you know, <laughs> exactly. Um, and when you were facing some of that dark challenge if we follow the same um, philosophy that those experiences are still a part of you mm-hmm. reflecting back to you, was there anything in particular, which let me add the caveat, you don't need to accept my suggestion there <laughs> if you don't want to, but I would suggest maybe that's, you know, the case. Um, and of course, if you know my journey, uh, I've had my dark experiences and similar um, hurdles and stuff, uh, which I'll talk about all in kind of good time, the unpacking of my own story. But um, for you, was there anything like in particular that you took away from those experiences when you're in those dark moments that you learned kind of about yourself? I, I really like the, are you breathing? okay. Keep going um, as like a methodology to move through it is there something that you really kind of learn that you feel people in general should know or learn or be aware of with respect to moving through challenges I mean and let me put it in context here we are in a major kind of global you know challenge right Um,
1: well if you want to you want to appreciate your health get dengue fever in the middle of the pacific islands and sleep yeah. for five days straight and you know unable to leave your bed um, or get a um, you want to appreciate your health get heat stroke and strep throat at the same time in uh, uh, what is it jinja in this, right next to the nile river in uganda four hours away from a hospital And with 104 degree fever, Uh, one more degree, I think I was, you started to get brain damage. Wow. You know, and, and you just, you, you don't, you gotta, you don't appreciate your health until it's taken from you quickly. Um, And so I, I obviously, I, I thank myself. Think about it. I mean, think about trillions of cells and neurons, protons, you know, organisms flowing in perfect harmony perfect harmony just to give you this moment like think about how much of a phenomenon you are um, you know all the things replicating duplicating growing uh, mutating you know it, it's it's crazy to appreciate so i like to meditate on that I appreciate that um, another thing is i used to take it personally when people would leave the journey uh, I, you know, reflect on it saying, what have I did? What did I do wrong? You know,
0: because um, yeah. people to put in context for people who don't know, you did this in a couple of phases. Yeah. So like you do a big block and yeah. then you, we do entire continents each year. Right. It was and there were, years yeah. basically
1: six continents, more or less.
0: Right. Um, and there were some people of, of like you started on your own and then a bit of a team joined you i think can help yeah, like content know, stuff I'm like that finished on my own i had a guy
1: from switzerland who was there with me in in the bitter end but people came and left i used to take it personally um and then i've realized that life's a journey you know people are gonna kind of hike with you or journey with you for a bit and then they're gonna go their own way you know we're well, then- all we're all yeah. going on our own path so don't take it personally right. we'll come and go in and out of your life that's
0: that's what was the part that you took personally what was the part that kind of like
1: you know for example natalia Anyas, famous photographer from vancouver you know Mm -hmm. she she left the trip she her our goal was for her to be the first woman on record to go to every country and she left right what did i do wrong why did Natalia leave early what could i have done better and in the end natalia still reflects on the trip in a positive way and it was a big catalyst for her. And she made, changed a lot of, know, of her in her life. And so mm-hmm. once again, looking back on it, it all happened exactly the way it was supposed to. That's what I'm trying to say. Everything's mm-hmm. happening exactly the way it's supposed to, not just for you, but for everyone else. And therefore people come and go. And um, you just got to not take it personally. Just know that you're on your journey. You're going to, you're born alone. You're going to die alone you're going to meet a couple of cool people along the way and you're going to have some exciting times and that's life. It's
0: mm-hmm. hmm. good insight, man. I think this is uh this is valuable stuff. You talked about, um, and that's the intention obviously of where everything's coming from with sharing this and this podcast and, and um, video segments is what have you and what have you is sharing these types of insights to just help other people, you know, find their own inner compass and find their way and, um, and learn how to navigate. I think from a mindful place, right. Their lives in a way that, um, you know, is, is valuable for them is nurturing for them. Maybe isn't so volatile or painful or, you know, like just kind of like keeping things in a cool, uh, experiential way and, and learning and understanding about, uh, what we're doing here and where we all come from and what we're all capable of, you know, um,
1: yeah, i also add one more thing in there. Um, and I'm only noticing how much I do this now in comparison to others in my life, mm. especially after I've settled down, but I'm a much more of a doer than a thinker. I don't really think too much. I just do and see what happens. I'm a trial and error type of guy. Just mm. go with the flow. Um, I, we used to have really strict plans in the beginning. And in the end, you know, we just showed up, showed up. And so I think in life, you got to, especially now I'm building a, a business and, uh, I've had the most successful 30 days, first 30 days of the business and the most successful 30 days of my life in terms of finance and accomplishment. And, and it didn't come from business plans. It didn't come from stars aligning. It didn't come from anything. It just, came from doing and learning as you do, uh, or as they say, jumping off a cliff and building a parachute on the way down. Um, Mm -hmm. it's just, you have to just take that leap of faith. The the first step, the first leap is a hundred, a thousand times harder than any other step in the process. So, So just know that going into it and take that leap as fast as possible.
0: Well, when you did this, um, I know from my travels, I get the question, you know, how did you pay for that? Or how did you finance that? And talking about that leap, I know when you started, you just basically walked up to your nearest mountaintop, (laughs) right? And just told the world, like, I'm going around the world, right? And most people are like, sorry, what did he just say? You know, like, okay. I mean...
1: You gotta remember A lot I of the people,
0: right? Let's be fair. A lot of people like pat you on the back or pat you yeah. on the top of the head yeah. and say like, go get them. And then you're, and then you're in it and you're doing it.
1: Yeah, no, there's, there's some chatter six years ago, Chad. And I'm sure you may have heard a thing or two, but people were like, this guy's lost his marbles. You know, first off, this was six years ago. There were no content creators. There were no influencers. There were no digital nomads. None of that existed. Um, there was only about three or four other people doing travel content on youtube that i found so we were like really early on and yeah yeah, of course people thought i was a little bit crazy and i I, we ran and raised ten thousand dollars in kickstarter and people came through the woodwork donated in order to get their name on the credits of the show or to be sent our dvds we were sending dvds back then okay yeah and 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 you had that first and then we got sponsors i got you know Hostel world i tweeted the you know fifth richest man in ireland named ray nolan who sold hostel world for 300 million dollars then started skyscanner tweeted him hey ray going to every country in the world need your help he responded hey mike how can i help you know one hey, introduction man. to another and we got sponsored went down to flight center headquarters marched in there asked for five minutes of the cmo's uh his time and next thing you know led to a second meeting third meeting and then we got free flights, you know, marched down to another sponsor, Host- uh, Monster Cat, uh, a music label down in Vancouver, and asked for help. And they said, yes. So it's kind of like an ask and you shall receive. Have to have courage to ask for big things and gratitude to receive it. And um, it's awesome. Be mindful of what other people want out of what you have to offer and connect all the dots. We created a shopping list. Of content that companies wanted from around the world, and were much cheaper to, to pay us than to hire their own independent film crews. So mm-hmm. we we fill out the shopping list of content. Everyone gets their content, and we get a free trip around the world. That's not a bad trade off.
0: Not at all. No, and you've still got all your rights to yeah. the content too, right? Yeah. So you license that out, or yeah. they sponsor yeah, you? want Seeing my right? stuff.
1: I don't know if you watch Goop Labs with Gwenda Paltrow.
0: I have yet to.
1: It's a show on um, the pretty famous show on uh, Netflix, and in the episode where they do a psilocybin mushroom experience in Jamaica, all the drone footage is my footage actually. So it's funny to oh, be watching okay. on Netflix and stuff and seeing seeing your content.
0: Wow. So Goop, or I guess who's behind Goop, they sponsored kind of a leg of your journey, and you. Oh no,
1: they no, 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 no. This is. Post-trip, I have a content distributor who's um, licensed. To I just get paid a check. It's uh, royalty every time someone uses it.
0: Wow, fantastic. Yeah. So for any of the entrepreneurs listening, <laughs> right? You know, no slouch, Mike Graziano here. Okay. Uh, that's, that's cool. And now do you have plans on putting like a full package, you know, together on this story? You said a couple things earlier, but. You know, uh, some kind of a doc, a narrated yeah, we, Piano doc about some of these passions and, and themes. Would be
1: cool. doc, especially now, I mean, the last yeah. man in every country, like, what? there's something there. Um,
0: yeah, dude, it's huge, I,
1: think, I
0: feel. I mean, I mean have, let me qualify why I think so. You know, six you know. years of
1: content, different quality, different people on the in the crew different storytelling i mean it was an up and down but i wonder if we can tie it all together somehow and tell a beautiful story i think with all the streaming uh companies out there not just netflix disney you know hbo i feel like we could probably find a streaming deal for it
0: well if they're listening mike's open to a streaming (laughs) deal you know (laughs) hey you never know who's listening on these things right so uh you know mike's contact info will definitely be uh dropped in here and you can reach out and, and why wouldn't you? And I think uh, it's a unique perspective you offer because I feel the way we're connected through social media and, you know, um, right around the world, everybody gets, gets instant headlines, right? But people are looking through or looking at it. I'll say through a, localized lens to comment on something um being framed or that is occurring on the other side of the world do you know what i mean and there's a lot of people who haven't been there to actually provide balanced perspective or balanced commentary on what that is or what might actually be um going on on the ground in somalia or pick a different region you know what i mean so having done this yourself with such a huge swath of the planet i feel it just brings such a valuable i don't know lens in a really holistic global way Mm -hmm. um to contribute to that conversation. That's what I feel. And so I don't understand necessarily, or I'm not fully clear to the full depth you may or may not be aware of your potential to contribute or influence from that place. But I definitely pick that up in you and obviously hold space, bro. And like huge support for that. Cause it's, you know, those are big pants to wear at the same time. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, I'll reflect on what I'm learning now. Um, yeah. Learned a lot, quite a bit, since I've finished the trip around the world. And I'm sure everything's connected. Every lesson's connected. But I'm stepping into, there's a saying by Zig Ziglar. And that is, you can have anything you want in this world, as long as you help others get what they want first. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ambitious yet humble servants, you know, helping others get what they truly want. Um, I'm stepping into full servitude. My story in many ways has come to an end. And now um, my next chapter is to help other people tell their story, help them navigate this crazy congested social media world we live in, where you have uh, news, you know, COVID, BLM, I mean, news taking a life of its own, really. How do you get your message heard today? And specifically, if you're a mindful person or brand doing some important work for the world, how do you get your message heard? So, stepping into that, I'm stepping into uh, abundance, uh, not just for myself, but for anyone who comes in contact with me, stepping into generosity about not always thinking what's in it for me, but starting to understand the value of giving uh, unconditionally. Uh, I I like to always think of the sun, the sun that gives us all life, you know, since the beginning of time, literally. And, um, you know, it gives and nourishes and never wants anything in return. And it shows up the next day, literally Mm -hmm. it determines what is a day. And, uh, you know, I want to try and be the sun in people's lives. And
0: that's, that's what I'm stepping into. That's the next phase. That's dope, bro. You're a light, you're a light, my man. If you ever need anything, obviously you reach out, right? I mean, that's like, I think a no brainer. I think you know that, but, uh, but holding space for, for that, for sure. You know, and I know we could go on, uh, about all this for hours and we We will, will. and we, and we will right? some of it on here, some of it elsewhere. Um, But I will also um, honor your time, right, and the space you've held to kind of share some of this with uh, those in my world and those that I'm connected to. Um, So kind of like, you know, capping some of this off, pulling it all together. um, Is there anything else you want to share about your journey? Is there anything else that you think from your journey that the world should you know, be aware of that the world should kind of take away from what you've learned in this, that you'd like the world to, you know, to know, to recognize, to appreciate. Right. I mean, again, I like to put things in context, Uh, kind of a hell of a year we're having globally. Um, I don't think anybody really had this, right on their on their bingo card to use the cliche of how this year was going to go um i definitely did not and um you know it's presenting challenges for many many people right people are trying to find their way through everything that's that's coming up um and some of that's been uniting and i think some of that's been divisive uh you have this global you know globally experienced lens looking into the eyes and and into the hearts of so many different types of cultures across the world. And, and then obviously, as you've mentioned in your own, um, you know, anything, just holding in space for you or whatever comes up, anything else you'd, you know, you'd like to share that you feel we should all hear.
1: Yeah. I think as much as we want to pretend the world's going to go back to the way it was, I, I think it's fundamentally changed. I think consumer behaviors changed travel Uh, The way we work, relationships, um, the online space, um, you know, security, uh, the human connection. I think everything's changed. And I I don't care if you're a billion dollar company or you're in your garage trying to figure this out. We're all back to square one. Mm -hmm. We're all navigating this new world. I think six years ago I, I stuck a stake in the ground saying that I'm going to travel the world and film it and I'm going to inspire other people to do it. Um, back then you wouldn't see many people claiming that. Now it's a different story. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are country counting and, and doing that. Not to say that I deserve you know all the credit for that. I think that was just a shift in consumer behavior and all that. But I would say start to make some predictions in the future. Start to stick your stake in things that you believe in, things you're willing to fight for, you're willing to die for. Um, Once you're willing to die for something, then you're willing to truly live. That's what I believe. Mm. Um, I think you need to ask for more. If you're asking for nothing, that's one choice. And your world of infinite asks, nothing is just one option. Mm. Um, I think you need to be... Have a clear headspace and remove, you know, the negative from your world, and remember that your, you know, your world's reflection of you. And um, just really step into that. Um, you know, you're allowed to be afraid, but as long as you keep moving forward, uh, as long as you, keep, as long as you're still breathing, keep going. And um, you know, under, understand how privileged you are. Uh, to be holding a North American passport, Canada, US, or uh, if you're somewhere else in the world, you know, be privi- realize how privileged you are to have $1 in your bank account. Not many people have that. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy the world we live in, and there's so much you can give. And uh, many of us are ahead in this race of life. And the goal is not to win the race, knowing the goal is not to win the race when you have a head start. The goal is to realize you have a head start, stop, turn around, and start helping other people get caught back up. Mm. So, um, I guess that's the final message.
0: Wow. Cool. Thank you, brother. Um, where can we find you? Where can. Uh my viewers and listeners and, and you know, my community connect with you, uh, to ask you more questions, license your video content, you know, any of these things, uh, uh, my, my grads,
1: online, global degree, visit every country to graduate. Uh, we still have that channel. You can also start a new firm called mindful media, where we help mindful people and brands get big press and some of the biggest press in the world. Um, just find me on Instagram, global degree, shoot me a message and, uh, excited. It's
0: to- just at, just this, just at global degree. Yeah. Yep.
1: Excited to connect and, um, help any way I can.
0: Right on bro. Well, I appreciate you jumping on and uh, sharing some of this with us. It's some very cool, uh, insights that, um, that you've offered. And, uh, we're going to do this again, probably. Cause you and I always have lots to talk about, but, um, but wanted to take this, You know, snapshot and explore it, and give you an opportunity to uh, share some of these stories and and insights. So,
1: yeah, man, thank you, thank you for being you, showing up so authentically, um, being so pure, and and seeing seeing people for who they truly are. Man, I see you seeing others, and I appreciate you a lot.
0: So, thank you. Thanks, bro. That's nice. Thanks, man. Um, Well, cool, Mike. Grats. Brother from another mother, you heard it here first, he just uh, traveled around the world. uh, As I would suggest, the last guy to travel around the world before all of this started to go down, and we're not sure. I hope
1: someone listening
0: to this beats my record. Hey, of course.
1: Let's do it. Yeah,
0: right? I mean, we're just not sure when that's all going to kind of open up to, you know, be able to be done, but uh, of course, rooting for anyone to do it. Mike's there connect with them. Uh, I'm Chad McMillan. This is Chad McMillan mindful ways, uh, podcast and, uh, you know, on video, uh, channel, obviously YouTube as well. What's up YouTube fam. Um, that's today's app smashed it. Thanks Mike. Thanks to you all hit me up anytime when you're looking for me at Chad McMillan and Chad Com And, uh, We will hit you again with another episode soon and we will talk to you all later.
1: Bye. -bye. Peace. Peace. Peace.